Gone is a podcast about people who have gone missing from the United States and Canada. These people are our daughters, sons, sisters, and aunties. They didn't just disappear. Someone, somewhere, knows something. I'm Katie Nordby. And I'm Janelle Feller. These are the stories of Patricia Meehan and Kara Malai. In 1985, 37-year-old Patricia Meehan had relocated from Oklahoma to Bozeman, Montana. She had been pursuing her degree in early childhood development, but her love of animals inspired her to take a job as a ranch hand. Patricia went through a rough time in her life in 1989. Her father said she had been distressed, and her doctor was sending her to see a psychologist. Her parents spoke to her on April 20th of that year, and Patricia asked them if she could move home. They agreed, but they wanted her to meet with a psychologist on the 21st. That was the last time her parents spoke to her. On the evening of April 20th, a woman named Peggy Bueller and her father were traveling west on a dark and desolate county road near Circle, Montana, nearly 400 miles away from Bozeman. They encountered a vehicle heading east toward them in the wrong lane, their lane. Peggy was able to swerve and miss the head-on collision, but the wrong way driver hit the car behind Peggy which was driven by an off-duty police dispatcher named Carol Heights. Peggy, who was in the first car, witnessed the accident and pulled over to help. Carol and the wrong-way driver both emerged from the wreckage. The wrong-way driver was Patricia Meehan. They obviously didn't know this until later when authorities arrived and ran the tags on the car. But Carol told Unsolved Mysteries that it was as if Patricia appeared out of the darkness. She said, quote, she just stared. She never said anything. She just stared at me. I'll never forget her, unquote. Patricia then hopped a fence that bordered the field. You know, that could have happened because of shock. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it, it could have just been, it's so creepy. It, is, it, gives me, it gives me the chills. But it could have just been shock. Yeah. That the reasons that you, she didn't say anything or that she didn't ask how you were doing or anything it could have she could have been injured in the accident um or she could have just been in shock yeah it's a serious accident it sounds like peggy who was also on the scene said quote as i looked over the accident i noticed someone on the other side of the fence standing there like a spectator not like it had happened to her unquote patricia stood there silently for several minutes then turned and walked away into the empty field vanishing into the darkness When the authorities arrived and found out that it was Patricia who was now missing from the scene, the search for her started immediately. They found tennis shoe tracks that matched Patricia's size beginning in the field. They followed the tracks until 3 a.m. before they disappeared in the terrain. Her landlord was one of the last people to have seen Patricia, and he said she seemed really out of it and hyper. Her parents came from Pennsylvania and distributed over 2,000 flyers throughout the area. Volunteers searched the surrounding mountains and terrain near the crash site by horse and ATV. There were abandoned coal mines in the area that were searched also, and the family hired a helicopter to search for her, but nothing was found. Now remember, the crash happened 400 miles away from Bozeman, where Patricia lived. I thought maybe she was trying to leave Montana. We know that she was wanting to move back home, so I looked it up on Google Maps to see if Circle was on the way out of the state. 
It is, but it would not have been the direct path out of Montana. Highway 90 and 94 would have taken her directly out of Bozeman and to North Dakota. But to get to Circle, she had to go way up and over. Circle is a tiny town of about 600 people. Nobody knew why she would have been in the area. After Patricia disappeared, they developed a roll of film that she had, and it contained a haunting picture she took of herself in front of a mirror. Have you seen that picture? I have. It's going to be posted on our website. Okay. It is. It's it's interesting because it's 1980s mm-hmm. that she took that picture, but she's not smiling in the picture. Um, she looks just very. She's not. She's not. A, she's not anything. Not, not uh, very smiling. blank. Very blank. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, it, it is haunting. I mean, maybe it wouldn't be haunting if she wasn't missing, but now that she's missing, it's haunting. Right. Yeah. And I, I suppose. Uh, Selfies weren't so common in the '80s, right? When you actually had to to process the film and and that. Um, I'll, I'm gonna take a look at that picture. Yeah, psychologist Don Laplante told Unsolved Mysteries that quote It appears that Patricia was experiencing a very difficult time in her life and was involved in a rather dramatic accident, which may have involved a head injury. The combination of these factors may have caused amnesia. She doesn't know who she is, has lost memories of the past and is out searching for herself throughout the country, unquote. By the time her episode appeared on Unsolved Mysteries in the fall of 1989, there had been over 100 sightings of Patricia all over the country, specifically Montana, Washington, and South Dakota. One of the confirmed sightings happened just a mile away from her home in Bozeman. Waitresses at a restaurant said Patricia came in at 8.30 a.m. and said she was in a hurry. The waitress made a comment on how she must have to get to work. And the woman said no, she was just out shopping. The other waitress said she seemed disoriented. She was talking to herself and staring blankly out the window for over an hour. She left after the waitress asked if she was okay. Two weeks later, a woman resembling Patricia was seen by a truck driver on Interstate 90 in rural Washington. The driver offered her a ride, but she refused. She then told another motorist that her car had broken down and she was going to find a phone. Patricia had a sister and an ex-boyfriend in Washington, so authorities thought she could have been there, but neither of them had heard from her. There were numerous possible sightings, mainly at truck stops between Montana and Seattle. In August 1990, a transient woman who went by the name Morningstar was arrested in Idaho for littering. The woman resembled Patricia, and her ex-boyfriend said she even sounded like her. The woman claimed to be a missionary traveling between Washington and Montana. Patricia's parents spoke to the woman, and they were certain it was not their daughter. Fingerprint analysis eventually confirmed it was not Patricia. There's speculation that other sightings of Patricia were confused with this woman. Five years after she vanished, Patricia's father said, quote, When a person is missing, you keep wondering, are they ever going to turn up? If you knew if they were all right, it would be a load off your mind, that they weren't suffering and having hard times, unquote. Her parents have since passed away, but her siblings are still looking for answers. There have been thousands of sightings over the years. Patricia would be 68 years old this year. She's been missing since she was 37. Patricia is described as Caucasian, 5'3", and 117 pounds, with green eyes. At the time of her disappearance, her hair was strawberry blonde. It's said that she spoke in a soft, low voice, almost a whisper. If you have any information about Patricia Meehan, please call the McCone County Sheriff's Office at 406-485-3405. It just makes me so 
sad that she might still be out there not knowing who she is or where she came from or or anything. It's just, it's heartbreaking. The idea that she just, that this accident happened and she could be, not have any memories, could have been alive and doing fine. Yeah. Or not, but just not have any memory of who to call or who to... Right. It's, that's a terrible, that's it's a terrible just so sad. Though she was, she was having, she was having difficulties. Yes. And it doesn't indicate, it doesn't, at least in your report, it doesn't say that she had, she had, she had a diagnosed mental illness. No, it didn't mention anything about, you know, this was kind of common for her, that this kind of came up every now and then, mm -hmm. where she get kind of depressed, and it didn't say anything anywhere about that. Mm -hmm. This sounded like it was, um, I think that her mom had put it, that maybe she was looking back on her life and realizing, you know, now she's 37, there's things that maybe she didn't do that she wanted to do, mm -hmm. um, and that was maybe upsetting her mm -hmm. a little bit. But it didn't, it didn't indicate that she had suffered from this before. A history of depression yeah. or a history of of, um, of unhappiness or, right. or dissatisfaction. or uh, Because I, I, I feel bad for the parents who told her to wait just one more day. I know it. Wait until after your appointment. Yeah. And then she's gone forever yeah and i i wonder if they were hoping it didn't specifically say this but i wonder if they were hoping that once she met with a psychologist she would have a better idea of what she wanted to do whether it was still move home or whether it was okay i've got this you know i've, I've spoken with him there's kind of this plan going forward and now i'm okay here um i don't know if that's what it was or not but that's why they wanted her to at least speak with this psychologist before you know deciding whether that was what she wanted to do or not Right, to, to, it was the next day. Yeah, don't make a, kind of like a, don't make a rash decision. Let's just, you let's know. Let's finish yeah. this. Let's get the, let's get a diagnosis. Let's get a. Right, uh, let's uh, figure uh, out what's really going on right, here. Right, right. Yeah. And then, and then she's gone forever. I, it, it's imagery of her coming out of the dark uh, after that accident, not saying anything. It says that she hopped a fence, and then she stood on the other side of the fence watching yes. them. Or she walked walked away. Just turned around and walked into the field. It's April in Montana. I mean, that could be, the weather could be any number right. of things. It's probably pretty cool. I probably mean, pretty cool. At 8.30 at night, it's not summer. Right. You know, the sun's probably down by that point. Yeah. And well, yeah, it says it's dark. I mean, it was, it was dark out, so it would have been cooler than during the daytime. And it's almost worse that there were, there have been sightings yeah. or suspected sightings. Right. So her parents would have gotten call, calls throughout those years and now her siblings about these sightings. She's only 68 years old. Yeah. Who knows? She could have had a, a, a whole life between now and then. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. Um, but with people who loved her and missed her and want to find her, but haven't and she probably doesn't know anything she probably doesn't know anything about if that, this if what the psychologist said was true you know that she may have no memory of her past that she she may have no idea that there's people out there that are looking for her mm -hmm. it's um 
I don't know why, but it seemed like for these last, the the story that I'm going to read later and and the the last number of stories, the women in these stories have all been slight. Yeah. Uh, uh, um, not very tall and not very heavy. I don't know if that means anything, but it does. It is is just really interesting that um, they're just very small people yeah. and of slight structure, and um, it's just it's just an interesting. I suppose it has nothing to do with anything, but well, it it might. I mean, if 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 you're gonna if someone's targeting people. I mean, you're gonna, you're probably gonna look for the smallest, easiest target. Right. I mean, really, you know. Uh, if the, if right, right. You're not gonna pick somebody like me who's five foot eight and uh, pounds. I mean, that that is a of a of a of a. I have a big structure. I have a, a big voice. I have a big everything, and um, I wouldn't be easy to kidnap. Yeah. Because I'm as tall as the average man, and yeah. and uh, it's well, it's unlikely that she is. That's what, at least initially, caused her to disappear. It is interesting that these that there's the women that we've read about in the last while have all been very slight. Yeah. Um, at that five foot three, one hundred and twenty, one hundred thirty pounds or less. Yeah. And uh, um, and they kind of theorize that if she, if she did make it out of the wreckage and she did make it out of that field, okay, um, the reason that her footprints were at loss could have been because she was picked up by somebody. Because oh. um, a lot of the sightings were seen at truck stops. Um, they weren't necessarily confirmed sightings, but, um, you know, that's not a easy lifestyle. It's a dangerous lifestyle. Yeah. If yeah. that's what's happening or right. happened. Right. Um, is when you saw her picture, was she... I, I want to say of average looks, but I, what I mean is, 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 was there anything that would would have been caused her to stand out? Her features being dramatic, or her, or unusual, or were her features more ordinary, uh, where they could be, because it that she could be mistaken for somebody else. I don't think. Uh, I, I mean, she she was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, she had strawberry blonde hair, so that's not common right. normally. Um, it didn't sound like that was her dyed hair. It was it that was her, was her natural hair color right. was was strawberry blonde. Um, but one thing that stood out to me was that her she had a very low voice, um, not necessarily her, her features, but her voice was very low, um, almost a whisper. They said so. She was very shy. It sounds like too. She was. She went into early childhood. Yeah. She loved animals. I think of all those sightings and all those reports coming back to the parents and then the siblings about, you know, we think we've seen her. She's been spotted. Um, that would yeah. just keep the hope alive, yeah. which is a blessing and probably a curse. Yeah, and it time. said that um, if she was sighted, if she was seen at a, a truck stop and somebody called that in, um, when authorities got there, she was gone. Right. There was, you know, there was, they couldn't, they could never confirm if it actually was her or not. Um, with with most of those, because by the right. time somebody got there to verify if it was, she was gone. It's a sad, sad story. It is sad. So this this person was recommended to to our podcast by one of our listeners, and the 
the person that I pulled up when I went to look for this person and the story on them was a post from the Missing People in America Facebook page on January 7, 2020 at 7.09 a.m. The post says, Carolyn Maui is my daughter. She has been missing since November 8, 2019. At the date of the posting, this announcement, there have been multiple tips that have come in, all of which have been investigated. But the fact still remains, she is still missing and was last seen in Selfridge, North Dakota. Kara is 30 years old, five foot three and weighs 130 pounds. She has brown eyes and brown curly hair. She has a star tattoo on the inside of her left wrist and the name, this is the spelling of it, I-K-A-I-K-A on the inside of her right wrist. Kara is the mother of three children, two boys and one girl. Kara is a member of the Standing Rock Sioux Tribe. Please help me find Kara. Any information pertaining to her whereabouts would be much appreciated. Thank you. Karen Lynn Silva, mother. On New Year's Day, a group of community members and the family of Olivia Lone Bear traveled to Fort Yates, North Dakota to meet with Kara Maui's family to offer their help in the search for her. Olivia Lone Bear was 32 when she went missing in October 2017. Her body was found strapped to the front passenger seat of her submerged truck that was a mile and a half from her home in Newtown, North Dakota. Kara's family and friends met with a group of tribal officials, BIA Police Chief Sparky Edwards and Sioux County Sheriff Frank Landis. They also met with a representative from the, the Indian Affairs Commission by phone to discuss what to do next. Elliot Ward was the emergency manager for Standing Rock and he provided training in search techniques and protocol. Selfridge is on the Standing Rock Indian Reservation and sits on the border of North and South Dakota. It has a population of 160. On Saturday, January 5th, a group of 30 volunteers searched Selfridge and the area around it. Selfridge is the last area that Kara was seen. On Monday, January 6th, a group of 35 volunteers searched on foot the area in and around Porcupine, North Dakota for Kara. Porcupine is about 20 miles from Selfridge. They found some clothes near a FEMA trailer near Porcupine, North Dakota. And this area is very small. Uh, it has a population of about 146 people. The FEMA trailers were mobile homes that were used at disaster sites and donated for use as tribal housing. The clothes that they found were confirmed to be Kara's. Kara Lynn Maui is 30 years old. She is Native American and Polynesian. She has a piercing behind her ear on her neck. She also has a birthmark on her right thigh. If you have any information regarding Kara Lynn Maui, contact the BIA police at 701-854-7241. Kara was a, a slight woman, very small structure, but beautiful. Yeah. And being Native American and Polynesian, her her looks were unique. Yeah. Uh, I looked through her Facebook page and to see, um, to ho hoping to get the correct pronunciation of her name. And to see who she was, because I there's not a lot of information about her. This Which just happened. You would think that because it's so new. Yep. Um, it's two months old at this time. Yeah, that 
There will be a ton of information. I mean, it doesn't it doesn't say anywhere that where she was last seen or I mean, she was last seen in Selfridge, but doing what? I mean, what was she, why was, was she, she there? With? Right. It's right. just and this upsetting. area, these are very very small towns. They're you know not too far from each other, twenty miles, and sure. in rural North Dakota is not a lot of distance. Yeah, and so, but this area is vast and broad. Um, there's rolling hills. There's some uh, badland area that's kind of there, which is is unique. But it's not, it's not friendly. It's not. It's stark. Yeah. Um, certainly in November, it's not. There's no place to take yeah, refuge. It's cold. It's cold. Yes. While there may not be a lot of snowfall, uh, though there is sometimes, uh, it's the wind. Yeah. It's the wind that that uh, could cause problems very quickly. Right. And um, if she was experiencing hypothermia, you know, that you, you would remove your clothes. You would you when you're experiencing hypothermia, you can get hot. Yeah, I, I was going to ask that too. They didn't find anything. They just found clothes, nothing. And the clothes were confirmed to be hers. Yeah. But but uh, it's unknown if they were the last. It's it's not stating anywhere that it was the last clothes that she was seen wearing. Oh, sure. Is this, is this um, and, yeah. But if you were taking them off because you were hypothermic, you wouldn't think that you would make it very far at that point. No. Because, you know, you're, if you're, you're, if you're at that point. Death. Yeah. Yeah, you're close to death at that point. Right. And now we're two months later, and um, again, that that terrain, just depending on where that is exactly, it's it, you don't travel it by road. It, yeah. it, it, there's a lot of area that you can't see. Um, the some of the search searches may have been done on horse, um, ATV, ATV or other vehicles, snowmobiles maybe at that sure, time. Sure, I suppose yeah. And um, so. But and they had, they had some. They were prepared. To, there's a there's a protocol. I mean, there's a search protocol, and that you you reach out your arms, and the next person next to you reaches out their arms, and you just are looking at an area that is a six foot wide swath. Right. But you're walking six. You know, I guess it would be twelve foot from the next right. physical body. But you're 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 watching only a very small area. You're um, it, they were prepared and, and, and fortunately they were because they were able to find this, this clothing, but yeah. well, but, and you would think that the climate in that area would hinder that search because it's so windy and there is nothing to, to, to block that wind. It would be stirring things up. It would be blowing right. things away. Um, it would make it difficult to find, it would be drying things out potentially. Potentially. Yeah. Um, and uh, who's to say how much snow was there at the time? Right. But they've had a lot of snow since then, right. and there's yeah, and it's covering up any tracks or any trails. Um, and there's crevices and there's um, you know crooks and crannies yeah. and, and and things like that. Um, that would be very frustrating. And it's frustrating. It was frustrating because there wasn't any information. Like I went through and I looked at her Facebook page, and I went back to 2010, and I saw that um, I saw pictures of her children. Sure. And um, you know somebody that you know the people that were involved in her life, but it doesn't mention anything about anyone. So she had children. She did. She has three children. So 
was were either of the fathers? I mean, were they ever? Did it say anything about they were talked to or they were questioned or? It doesn't nothing. mention their name. It doesn't mention their their. Uh, um, it doesn't mention who they are. Uh, it's not mentioned at all. And it and and with her, it doesn't talk about was she working somewhere? Right. Was, she, was she in a relationship? Was she? Um, but you know because if. If somebody goes missing, the first person they look at is the spouse or their right. partner because right. that's just the first person they look at. Yeah. It's the person that closest proximity to them, yep. and uh, but nothing is mentioned. Hmm. It's that's so strange because it's so fresh. Yeah, that you would. I mean, and maybe they have, and it's just not out there. But right. you know, the friends and the family and the the ex boyfriends or husbands or you know whatever right. whatever they were to her, they would have said something or it would be out there that. Because I can't imagine we're the only ones who have these questions. Well, you know, like, there's nothing else. Right. You know? And it's it's the, the thing that is, is upsetting to me is that Olivia Lone Bear's family came to talk to Kara Maui's family. Olivia was 32. Kara is 30. Um, they had experience and they had experience and had searched for a year for their family member. They have these skills now um, and they shared it with the uh, um, Kara's family. And what a horrible place to be. I just can't even imagine. And, but what a, what a resource to this woman because it actually, that coming together initiated these searches which found these clothes yeah which may have you know dna which may lead to um someone who harmed her or took her right. or um you know it's it's hard it's hard to say yeah. but uh th- this when i was when i was researching the story it's it struck me about kara is that she was so slight yeah she was so small um, she weighed so little that because of her slight structure, because of her, her she, she was vulnerable yeah. to attack. Sure. I never thought about that before. It but, could be. But it feels like, it feels like that these stories about these women, they have been not very tall, not weighing a great deal. Yeah. And um, just... Uh, because of that, um, unable to defend themselves. Which is just a whole other level of upsetting. Yeah. It, it is. It is. And scary. And I don't know. I happen to be... Uh, this is this area is near where I have family. Um, my, my sister, her husband, niece and nephew live in this area. Uh, they live in the South Dakota portion, but, but close to... Porcupine and sure. and uh, the North Dakota border there, and so it 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 strikes me personally because I know people in that area. Yeah, and then uh, I also have I follow some uh, sleuths. Uh, they're not professional, sure. but they they uh, uh, specifically women that are looking for other women who've gone Native American women who've gone missing yeah I have an I have an interest in that and um, 
and this was mentioned to me, but otherwise I had not seen anything. And we should be outraged right. Right. that a 30-year-old, uh, one 30-year-old woman is has disappeared. Just in the last couple months. We should be outraged. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't, it's not just this person, but any person, the right. idea that you can be, that you can vanish and, um, and I guess that's kind of the, the thought is, is that we don't, we don't believe you can vanish without a trace. Right. That you leave a trace. Someone it's, knows something. Right. And that we, we have, it's left up to us to put the pieces together. It's up to us to tell the stories, to tell the concerns, to tell what you saw, to not, um, if you see something, you say something, that idea of that. Yeah. And uh, though, yeah, because there's, Olivia Lone Bear had five children, and Kara Maui has three. And now what? And now what? We ask that you do not reach out to the families or post names of possible suspects on social media. Missing person photos, along with information and articles used for these cases, can be found on our website at gone-podcast.com. So my funnies, my weekly distractions this week are, again, tweets. Um, and these aren't necessarily funny tweets. These are... Um, Dumb? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't remember what they called it, but I'm calling it um, humanity restored tweets. Oh, oh. So they're good tweets. Oh, good. But they're, they're not necessarily funny here. Okay. But they're just, they're, aw, kind of heartwarming. Okay. Yeah. My grandpa got bitten by a spider, and he was really upset. So I went to get some cream, but before I could leave the room, I heard him say, at this age, I can't handle the responsibility of being a Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought was so cute. You know, cute. 45 I could have done it, but 75, it's asking a lot. <laughs> uh, so cute. <laughs> Grandpa's. <laughs> At my job orientation, they were going over the shoplifting procedure, and this burly Iraq vet guy says, what if a customer steals our heart? Oh, my God. <laughs> Marry him. <laughs> Today at work, I was at a drive through and the man at the window wanted to pay for the person behind him, and he said, tell her I think she's hot. So she pulls up next and so she pulls up next and I tell her and she rolls her eyes, smiles and says, that's my husband. And if that's not relationship goals, I don't know what is. <laughs> I think that's so sweet. That is perfect. That's perfect. And he gets points for that. Yes. You know, not only because this she she feels good about it, yeah. but the person that re, re, that told her that, that feels saw, good about yes. it. It's so oh sweet. Oh, my gosh. He's a keeper. <laughs> Today, I waited on three 10-year-old boys. They ordered three virgin pina coladas, and when I asked if they wanted food, they told me, nah, it's just a chips and drink kind of day. <laughs> then, <laughs> then they tipped me $11 on top of their $11 check. Oh, my That is God. so sweet. I those are good boys. Those are good boys. <laughs> and 10-year-old boys, what are they doing drinking pina coladas? I know. Coladas? That's hilarious. 
it's fancy so cute. glass yes. and no it's a chips and drinks it's just kind of a day. chips and drinks you know i understand that it was a rough day it in was fifth, rough grade. Day. fifth grade <laughs> it's cute <laughs> and then the tip uh, yes, i just want to say i know it's so cute. sweet I just saw dad get out of the car with his two young sons and yell, who can go hug mom the fastest? And all of them started running toward their house. That's the kind of future I want. Oh, yes. That's so cute. Yes. I'm lifeguarding and I just witnessed an eight-year-old girl tell this boy that they can't be together because he has a phone and she doesn't. He then threw his phone in the dive pool and said, nothing can keep me from you. This generation (laughs) loves so hard. They do. Can you imagine? I'm sure that whoever bought that phone was not happy was with that. Was not happy. But it is cute. It's just, the thoughts. It's that, the thought yes. that counts, and nobody can keep us apart. <laughs> just chucked it in there. <laughs> and the deep end, for God's sake. Yeah, you're not rescuing you're that. You're not rescuing no. that. Mm-hmm. The best thing about dogs is you can act like something really good just happened, and they'll instantly start celebrating, too. They have no idea what the context is. They're just always ready to party no matter what. Yeah. They are. They are. They Snow are. It's super exciting. Super exciting. Yes. And also, it it doesn't matter. No. I just stepped in poop. <laughs> yes, the way you oh, talk to yes, them. Yeah. <laughs> That's, it's, all in the, it's, all, it's all in the tone. Yes. It's all in the tone. It is. The girl I babysit has made me watch Wally at least 10 times, so I assumed it was her favorite movie. But today, her mom told me that she watches it because she thinks it's my favorite movie. Oh. <laughs> they both did. <laughs> Good they movie. have it memorized. Yeah. It's a good movie. It's so cute. Wally. I recently noticed that whenever life was getting me down, I usually find a dollar in my pocket the next day. I told my parents how weird it was, and they told me my little sister puts a dollar in one of my pockets when she knows I'm sad to help me cheer up, and now I'm crying. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's so cute. It's so cute. Oh my gosh. And it worked. <laughs> it worked. Uh, How sweet. I is know. That? To think and of that. A dollar is not easy to come by. Not, not when you're little. Not when you're little. Not when you're big. Right. Just drove past a little boy with a lemonade stand. I wasn't going to stop, but he looked at me, started miming himself, throwing a lasso at my car, and pulling me in. <laughs> I didn't have a choice. It's a lawless land out here in the West, but now I have lemonade. <laughs> <laughs> he is smart. He's a that smart. Boy That's is, called marketing. It is. And uh, he is going places. He's going places with lemonade. But with he's lemonade. going places. He's going places. And a lasso. <laughs> yeah. Lemonade right. and a lasso. Right. We need both. <laughs> I'm babysitting my two-year-old nephew today, and when I told him he couldn't eat ice cream for breakfast, he told me, "You're not my best friend anymore." So we compromised, and now he's on his second bowl of ice cream, and I've gained the title best friend in the whole wide world. <laughs> we compromised. Now you get two. Right. No ice cream at first. We compromised. Now he has two bowls. Right. But I'm the best friend in the whole right. wide That's, world. Right. It makes it worth it. it. it You're going to be sick, but I'm... My love can be bought. Right. My love. I mean, your love can be bought. Uh, and uh... This one is just, it's, it's kind of heartbreaking, but it's still sweet. Got my nails done and picked this cute lavender color. My nail guy goes, that's my wife's fave. She passed away 15 years ago today. This morning I woke up and asked for a sign that she's still here with me. So I guess this is it. Thank you. Oh my God. I know it gives me chills. I would wear lavender forever. Every day. Every day. 
Isn't that funny, though, how that stuff kind of works it is. out sometimes? I believe it. Yeah, I, I believe too. it. I gave a little kid some frozen yogurt today at work, and his mom says, okay, what do you say? And he looks me dead in the eyes and says, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> because I love you. Because ice frozen. cream is life. Isn't it yogurt? Frozen Fro- yogurt? Frozen yogurt is life. Right. Froyo yes. Fro-yo. or ice cream. It's right. the same thing. Yes. I love you. <laughs> Best advice from my dad. You believed in Santa for eight years. You can believe in yourself for 10 seconds. Jeez. Which is so true. It's so true. Thanks, Dad. And I think this is my last one. My little girl is two, and whenever she's happy, she will just shout, shout "Happy!" There's nothing pure in this world than when she's she's just sitting playing with toys or eating toast, and just yells out "Happy!" to let the universe know it's doing a good job. Is that sweet? Oh my God! I'm gonna start doing that. Happy! Just when you. <laughs> When you just <laughs> yes. recognize, yes. when you recognize, yeah, you don't need to say anything else. You don't need to no, say why you're happy. No. You're just happy. You're just, Things it's a are thank just good. You. It's a thank yes. you. Oh what? Yeah, that's. Can you imagine hearing that from the other room? Happy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it makes me smile just thinking cute. about it. It's like a. It's like a dog kiss for no reason. <laughs> so I have I have some um, songs that. Uh, thought that I knew the lyrics to, but I was a little wrong. <laughs> and so I'm going to share them with you. Because Perfect. Some of the, I, I like wish these. I could sing because, um, I, and I can't, uh, but they would be a lot better if I could sing. So um, the wrong lyric. You've been outright, of, <laughs> you have been outright offensive for so long now. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's actually... You've been out riding fences for so long now. Desperado oh, by the Eagles. Sure. Um, you've been out riding fences for so long now. It's <laughs> such a better line, though. It's just, that's just lays it out there. You'll think of me by Keith Urban. Take your cat and leave my shredder. <laughs> <laughs> Take your cat and leave my shredder. Actually, your cat can be your shredder. Yes. Uh, when the actual lyrics are, take your cap and leave my sweater. Oh, yeah, they are. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Take your cap and leave my sweater. <laughs> Though I would say that, yeah, it, they probably want you to take the cat, too. Well, right. I mean, shredders, are, they're very useful. <laughs> right. They are useful. <laughs> they are useful. You never know when you might need you a shredder. You never know. Or a cat. Cats can be jerks sometimes. Cats can be jerks yeah. sometimes. Bad Moon Rising by Creedence Clearwater Revival. <laughs> the wrong ly- lyric is, there's a bathroom on the rise. Which hmm. would be real helpful. It would be. But it's actually, there's a bad moon on the rise. Yes. And I don't know why. I have this this incredible, useless ability to remember songs that I've heard. Sure. And never forget them. I yes. can't tell you what I did yesterday, but by God, if I've heard a song, I can usually uh, repeat the lyrics, which is of no use to yeah. me or anyone else in the world. I believe it because I have a friend who can do the exact same thing. doesn't matter where we are. Does not matter what song comes on the radio, what song is playing, she knows every single word. Again, yeah, again, I, could not tell you my phone number. Yeah, but and I have the same thing, and so with the, some of these that they've come up with, I'm like, <laughs> who thought this? Listen, uh, uh, maybe this one is because I listened to the song for so long. But "Friends in Low Places" by Garth Brooks. Um, the the lyric was misheard as. I'm not big on sausage gravy. 
And can I just tell you that if you're not big on salsa baby, you're I, not you're not a country singer. You're, first of all, you're not a country singer, and we can't be friends. We cannot be friends. When it actually was, is I'm not big on social right. graces. Right. Um, I like it better that I'm not big on sausage gravy because that would be a great country and western song. It would be. Well, I I want I want to hear the lyric where it is actually sausage gravy, yes. and somebody misheard it as social graces. <laughs> because. Because that would be great, really, and actually, as a country song, it, it is it uh, social graces, yeah, really not so much needed. No, as, not as much as sausage gravy. Right, right, right exactly. <laughs> Message in a bottle by the police. The wrong lyric is a year passed since I broke my nose. <laughs> uh, uh, and when it actually is a year passed since I wrote my note. Oh my gosh! Broke my nose. Broke my note. <laughs> This is, uh, I don't, this is Single Ladies by Beyonce. And the wrong lyrics is, I'm a single lettuce. (laughs) (laughs) When it's actually all the single ladies. um, I feel like if you think that the lyric is all the single lettuce... I'm a single. Oh, I'm a single. If you if you feel like the, that that is, is the, the lyric actual, enough to write it to type it down, but get some what, hearing aids. What does it mean when they're talking about put a ring on it then? <laughs> and I'm a single lettuce. You never see a single lettuce. And what is a single a, a letto? <laughs> Letai. I don't know. I don't know. I've never seen a single lettuce. Can you oh, have a single lettuce? Oh, I'm a single lettuce. That's oh, funny. Sad. That's uh, I Can See Clearly Now by Johnny Nash. The wrong lyric is, I'm baking you peas to come home. What? I'm baking you peas to come home. Oh, your peas bake, are ready. And they're baked. They're ready for you. When the actual lyrics are, I'm begging you please to come home, which is a lot well, more effective well, but it's baking also, peas. Yeah. I don't want your baked peas. I don't want your baked I don't want any baked peas. No. I don't want peas in a soup. No. I don't want baked peas. No. In hot dish, maybe. No. Oh. <laughs> They're like raisins. They're like, They're raisins. like the They're raisins not... of the vegetable world. Of the savory world? They're like the... the... Of the squishy, ishy world. I don't know. I don't mind peas. I don't have an issue with peas as I do with raisins. I can eat peas on their own. Just can... just by themselves. So can... what about a canned pea? I don't have a problem with canned peas. Really? I mean, they're not my favorite, but I don't have a problem with them. It's when those sneaky little buggers are in a casserole. And you aren't And it's the it. texture. Quick. Oh, That's what it sounds like. Quick. When you chew down on them. Snap. Yes. So and there's just, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. Let's move on. <laughs> I'm, I, getting, I'm, getting, want, I'm sweating. Just, <laughs> just I just want to ask about the raisins again. Uh, but raisins <laughs> don't go. No. No. They're just gross. Oh, they're just and, gross. But they also have like a, that little seed. I always think I always thought that they were a piece of dirt, that like, oh, it yeah. hurts your teeth. Yeah. Apparently, yes. it was a seed, but I always thought it was dirt. Yeah. Is it a seed or is uh, is it a seed? I, I don't think it's be. dirt, but whatever. <laughs> like, I don't like raisins because they're sneaky and they show up in places they don't belong. Right, like chocolate they're, chip cookies. They're trying to be a chocolate chip cookie, yeah. and they're not. They're a poser. They're a poser. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> Raisin haters. Unite. <laughs> so, Dancing Queen by ABBA. Dancing Queen, feel the beat from the tangerine. Hmm. Have you ever felt the beat of a tangerine? I haven't. Well, I feel like it would be tart. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really know. I don't, I don't really know. 
uh, as opposed to the actual lyric, which is Dancing Queen, feel the beat from the tambourine. Right. Yeah, which makes a lot more sense. The tangerine. Right. Clear <laughs> out those ears. Goodness <laughs> sakes. Oh, this is this takes me back <laughs> to high school drill team. Listening to this song over and over and over as we practice the routines because I was horrible. Turns out to be horrible. I just wanna I just wanna help you picture this. Uh, polyester maroon shorts. White polo top, white gloves, white shoes, Nike tennis shoes with a maroon swoosh. Yes. Uh, okay, was it the swoosh that you could change the color? No. no oh, they didn't okay. Have that back oh, then. okay. Oh, no, okay. you only got one color. Sure. Um, and then uh, also along with the gloves was the maroon um, thin uh, suspenders. Oh, sure. For the leader hosen. For the uh, knit shorts. Yes. Yeah. I feel like... Memories. <laughs> that I just want to picture. I want you to picture that. Perfect. Because Got it. I'm sure somewhere there's a godforsaken picture of it. But the, the great thing about my childhood is that they're not all digitized. Mine too, actually. Thank God. Mine too. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy about that. Yeah. Yeah. So... And one of the songs we did a drill team routine to was We Didn't Start the Fire by Billy Joel. Oh. So the wrong lyric is, we didn't start the fire. It was always burning since the world's... It was always burning since the worst attorney. We didn't start the fire. It was always burning since the worst attorney. Hmm. As opposed to the actual lyrics, which are, we didn't start the fire. It was always burning since the world's been turning. Right. I still don't know if you've misheard these. Well, these I, and I feel like once you, once you get, like... That's a really weird lyric. Why would he talk Since about... Since the worst attorney? Yeah. Why would he talk about hearing the beat of a tangerine? <laughs> exactly. Know? And not to write it down, to type it right. up and admit it. It's embarrassing. Uh. It's just embarrassing. <laughs> uh, Ain't No Mountain High Enough by Marvin Gaye. Mm. The wrong lyric is, nothing can keep you... And nothing can keep me... Keep me from Hugh. Oh, Hugh. Hugh. Yeah. Troublemaker. As opposed to, nothing can keep me... Keep me from you. Obviously. Duh. <laughs> Hugh. Hugh. It gives Hughes a bad name. It gives Hughes everywhere a bad yeah. name. I've never met a Hugh, have you? No. 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 I'm sure that they're lovely, though. I'm sure that they are, but nothing can keep me away from... <laughs> right. <laughs> Thank goodness I don't know any. Sweet Dreams. Uh, I didn't write down who... who Sweet Dreams. Um, I don't write down who the, the artist was, mm. so forgive me. Um, but Sweet Dreams are made of cheese. That is what the lyric should be. Oh, I forgot who sings that song. I know that Sweet song. Sweet dreams are made. Of <laughs> yeah, cheese. who sings that song? Uh, look it up, millennial. <laughs> Figure it out. Because the real the real lyrics are "Sweet dreams are made of these," but I disagree. I think "Sweet dreams are made of cheese." Uh, that's that's where they should be. Hold on. Okay. And the Eurythmics. The Eurythmics. Yeah, I would never have gotten that. I, again, I can tell you that. <coughs> again, I can tell you the rest of the words of the song, and I can sing it for you, very badly, and off key. But I don't know what I did yesterday. Aquarius by the Fifth Dimension. The wrong lyrics are the dawning, the dawning of the age of asparagus, <laughs> age of asparagus. When it's actually the dawning age of Aquarius. 
again, I who really... would write a song about the expiration date of asparagus? I mean, wouldn't you question your sanity a little bit if you actually thought that that's what the lyric was? And the dawning age. I mean, I like asparagus. I don't mind Asparagus is a good vegetable. Yeah. I mean, when when it comes to vegetables, it is one of my favorites. It is. It's a bougie vegetable. <laughs> it's a bougie vegetable. And I think that <laughs> I think that if you're questioning the expiration date of asparagus that no, much, no, it's the dawning age. I know, but if you're questioning it that much, the age of asparagus, uh-huh. and you write a song about it. Yeah, I don't. You've got other issues. Yeah, ain't nothing helping right. you. I just right. feel like that's the dawning of the age of asparagus. Somebody write a song about that because yeah, I just feel like that again, would be a good one. Um, I, I believe in social great and I'm I'm not big on sausage sausage gravy, but you should change the lyrics. I am big on sausage right. gravy. Right, right. Lucy in the sky by Lucy in the sky with diamonds by the Beatles. Wrong lyrics are. <laughs> Lucy in the Sky with Dachshunds. <laughs> so close. So close. And I can be saying Dachshunds wrong. I, I think that that's probably pretty accurate. Because the real lyrics are... Or uh, Dachshunds. Lu- Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. Right. It doesn't even Lucy sound... Lucy in the Sky with Dachshunds. <laughs> Dachshunds. I, I, I don't I, know how else you could say it. Dachshunds. To make it sound like diamonds. I don't know. No. I can't. Um... Uh, this is this song is by Adele, Chasing Pavement, which is a strange thing. Hmm. But the wrong lyrics are, or should I keep chasing penguins? Hmm. I want to chase penguins every day. Yeah, I feel like they'd be hard to catch. Slippery. Slippery. And fast. And fa- and not, not on land, in the water. They're fast. Oh. I don't think that they're very fast on land. No, but it's cold. It's cold. Yeah. And what are you going to do with it? And why Take are you it chasing home? them? Yeah, are you chasing they them? don't do anything to you. You right. just leave them alone. Leave them alone. Uh, as opposed to the real lyrics, which are, or should I keep chasing pavements? Again, I think both are. Again, weird. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're chasing pavements, just stop. <laughs> it's right there. It's right there. <laughs> uh, this is I don't, uh, Chiquita by ABBA. Mm. I don't know if I know this song. Take your teeth out and tell me what's wrong. <laughs> Take your teeth out and tell me what's wrong. I don't know the song, so Chiquita, tell me what's wrong is the real lyrics. Take your teeth out and tell me what's wrong. That's. I feel like it would be harder to tell you what's wrong if I took my teeth out. I, Chiquita, tell me what's wrong. Take your teeth out tell me what's wrong. I must not be saying this word right because I it doesn't sound anywhere like, they don't sound like one. One doesn't sound like the other, so... Um, those are my, those are my misheard lyrics. They're good. <laughs> they were, they were certainly fun. Thank you. Okay. Thanks, Katie. <laughs>